Lapons is known for her dreamy, almost haunting songs. She's a St. Louis-based singer, songwriter, and guitarist. And this track, My Heart I Summon, gives a good idea of her sound. She says it gives voice to how music makes her feel. Is my heart I summon by the artist Lapons. Now Lapons had been lying fairly low during this pandemic, but she and her band recently performed a high production live stream show, and that came thanks to Chris Keith of the local Arch City Audio Visual Services. He told us that he stumbled on Lapons' music and loved what he heard. I was working doing some shop work in the fall, and uh, it was a beautiful day. And I've been listening to something on Spotify. And I guess when it ends, you know, something else randomly started. And I was like, what is this? This is so amazing. And then I looked and uh, I played that song again. And then I was like, wait, they're from Missouri. And I was like, wait, they're here. They're in town. Now, at the time, Chris was producing a virtual show for the St. Louis metal band Fister. He decided to offer one to LaPons as well. Uh, right around that time, we were planning something with a much heavier band uh, called Fister, which they did a live stream with us as well. And we just thought that, you know, due to how beautiful LaPons music is, uh, it would be a good palate cleanser, like just to do something different than a a really heavy metal band. And now we can all access that palate cleanser. The concert is available for streaming through February 23rd. And joining us to talk about it is the woman behind La Pons, and that is 31-year-old Missouri native Lisa Houday. Lisa, welcome. Hi, thank you. So when Chris Keith first reached out with the idea of this live stream concert, were you skeptical? Did, did any part of you think this might be a scam? <laughs> well, no, I just didn't quite understand the full scope of it until halfway through the process. Like, I, I didn't understand how um, beautiful it was going to be, how much work was going to be put into it, because um, I've done a couple live streams here and there. Well, uh, well tell me about this, this full scope. I mean, what did Chris bring to this concert experience? Uh, well, he, they set up this stage in their warehouse so they built it like they built it 
kind of in a way that reflected my music. They asked a lot of specific questions like how, what colors do I see with each song? What do I feel when I am listening to it? And um, they really put it all together with each specific song. Hmm. So, yeah. So did this feel almost like a return to the concert stage? It it did, um, although, you know, after you are finished singing, then you, you don't get an applause. But it's it was very similar. It was just as nerve-wracking, I would say. <laughs> but it was, yeah, it was. Even though that audience is, is silent, you know they're out there. Yeah. So that experience, I mean, did that just make you long for the real thing? Or do you now see virtual concerts like, man, this this is pretty cool? Well, I do miss the real thing, which I touched on. I, I was kind of a little um, burnt out um, playing live shows around here because I haven't toured yet. So I this this break made me really realize I just love it so much. Um, but that experience was was so amazing. I mean, so different than any other one, any other show I've played. Hmm. Well, we hope people will check this out. We're going to have a link on our website. Um, that's stlpublicradio.org. People can stream this for just $10. And it is a, a cool thing. It almost puts you back into that concert experience, albeit, as you say, in a very different way. You're not necessarily getting the sweat from other people on you, but but you're there <laughs> and, and able to enjoy this, this thing. And um, at least I guess I'm wondering, during this pandemic, as you haven't really been able to do these performances, have you been able to still write music? Oh, definitely. Um, yes, yes. There, I'm still working on um, a full-length album right now, but writing, it's interesting. I have a lot of old songs that I've been reworking and, you know, playing on piano instead, or just trying to find different ways to play them so I can put them on the record. But I've also written a few songs, yes, definitely, um, and collaborated with people over the Internet, so... And has that changed the songwriting process that people aren't there in person with you? Yeah. See, I, I feel like it's, it, it, I feel like it was the same, honestly, hmm. because you were able to call and um, just go back and forth. It, you know, I don't really write music with other people in person, but I'm, so open to it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So you're used to having that solitary process. Maybe the pandemic kind of lent itself to that a bit. Yes, definitely. So you do have this new album coming out. We're going to give people a sneak peek at something from that. Uh, this song is called People Say. And that is People Say from La Pons. This song has almost a sunny feel to it. What was the inspiration for it? That I honestly... I have just been so into Bossa Nova recently, and I wanted to try to play. Um, I, I just started playing guitar, and I, I was like, oh, I can't even play what I'm thinking in my head. But then I just kept trying. It only took a little bit, and I wanted to think of something that kind of lent, you know, kind of reminded me of Bossa Nova, and uh, that was that was how that came along. So will this album have that kind of vibe as a whole, or is this more of a departure? This is just uh, this is just that one song. I mean, on my last album, I had one kind of similar vibe. I feel each song 
will probably seem random. <laughs> that's, but that's how I feel about every album I've released. I've, but, but then people tell me, no, it sounds cohesive. So I have no idea. So you're, you're sort of willing to follow your musical whim where it goes. That's very true. Yes. <laughs> Does that ever get you into dangerous places? I, not yet, but we will see. I mean, I've done, yeah, I've recently collaborated with a few different artists, and um, when people do hear it, it'll be maybe a little surprise. <laughs> so this will be different than, than your past work? I think so. Some of it will be a little, you know, some of it I think will be related to my other songs. But I think it's going to be a little different. Well, you, you certainly have us curious to hear more. You mentioned you've been collaborating with some other artists. Anybody uh, you want to name check at this point? Oh, yeah. Well, that last song um, that you heard is a friend. Well, we've never met in person, but he is um, somebody I really, really admire as a musician named Trevor Dixon. And he lives in New York. And he has several really beautiful albums so that's one person um that i collaborated with on this album and and you said you've never met in person how were you able to make that collaboration uh come together yeah so we i actually bought his album on Bandcamp a few years ago then he bought mine and then you know instagram is a thing and we we've followed each other there and eventually i i just you know, we realized we're fans of each other. And I said, would you sing on a song? Because his music has probably influenced me um, in some way or another, definitely. So it worked out. So some mutual fandom led to this this lovely track. Yeah, I'd say so. We're talking today to uh, LaPons and the woman behind LaPons, who is Lisa Hude. Lisa, I've got to ask, what's up with the name LaPons? Where, where does that come from? <laughs> You know, it it comes from me writing it on a piece of paper. I think I was trying to, I mean, I think I was, I was definitely like 19 or so when I wrote it down. And I, I, I had always had this in my head, but I don't know why. And um, it really has, I have no idea. I know that I think I thought it would mean the ponds, like le ponds, but it does. It doesn't. It's just me now. I have no idea. <laughs> so if you say the ponds in French, it's not le ponds. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's a, a very rude awakening. I, I understand you grew up in Defiance, Missouri. Uh, where even is Defiance? That is, yes, I grew up in Defiance. It's near Augusta, which is where all the wine, where a lot of wine is, Missouri wine. Um, and it's it's probably about 50 minutes. Let's see, southwest. I can't even. I can't even think about it from the city. Okay, but um, yeah. So not far from the city. What what made you decide to settle here rather than go to a different city? Yeah. Well, I always thought I would not. I I've always wanted to live somewhere else, like California, my mm. whole life. But you know, I I came here and I really loved it. I got, I came here when I was nineteen. Um, or maybe 18. Nope, I was 19. And the community pulled me in. I, I really, you know, hadn't spent a lot of time in, in any city at that point. I was always like in the county as a teenager. So this just felt really cultured to me at the time. And I just, it, I do love it here. 
So It sounds like you made a couple decisions at 19 that they, they kind of set your course. That must have been a really climactic year for you. You became La Pons, <laughs> You found St. Louis. Yes. And so do you feel now that, that you intend to stay here? I mean, this is where you want to be making music. I have no plans of leaving anytime soon. I definitely think I'll be going back and forth, maybe between here and L.A., um, but I don't think I can leave here. Um, I have family and loved ones, and I have all of my friends, so uh, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. So I do also want to mention, in addition to this live stream concert that, that people can catch, and again, we have that link on our website if people want to hear the La Pons, uh collaboration with Arch City Audio Visual Services. You're also planning to perform at a concert at, in the Grandel Theater in March. Um, are you worried that timing could be too aggressive with just as slowly as this whole vaccination rollout seems to be taking? Well, I, I thought about that, and... I actually attended one of these shows, and they do a really great job. Um, it really, it's it's literally open air. They have, you know, tents with with um, the sides opened up and really distanced. They're very, very good over there. Um, so, so is this I'm going hoping... to be outdoors? You said there's there's tents. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like yeah. more the parking lot of the Grantel Theater. That's right. Okay, so that makes sense. Well, hopefully the weather will cooperate. I feel like there's a rub exactly. with every plan, but late March. Yeah. Well, so you've got to be looking forward to that. What, in terms of having an audience again, um, what are you most looking forward to? I think just I really enjoy when <laughs> when there's an engagement. Um, there's so many shows where people talk, and that's normal and you know you kind of got to get over it I talked during concerts and now I'm like oh my gosh don't ever do that again <laughs> but <laughs> you know it's the part it's the, the part of the concert where your audience is listening and their eyes are like locked on into you know there's a connection mm -hmm. that is what I'm excited about again I, I really value it so. And, and you mentioned earlier that you had been sort of feeling a little burned out with performing in St. Louis. I imagine a lot of the same faces showing up for shows, a lot of the same venues. Now that you've had to go so long without, has that feeling changed? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. I miss my friends and my friends' music. We got to play with our friends all the time. Like, how I feel so lucky that we were able to, and I can't wait to do it again. I know all, I'm sure everyone feels the same. And also there's an opportunity to think about what else you want and where else you would like to play. And I think this time has been good for that, for planning. And, um, you know, you can't plan much when the world is shut down. But So what's your dream venue now there. that you've had time to think about it? Oh, my dream venue. Maybe they're listening. Honestly, yeah, maybe they are. Um, you know, I, in, in my dreams locally i would love to play the pageant hmm. um that's that's a that that would be great locally and and otherwise i just have no idea um no idea at all well the pageant is a great idea and i, I hope that's in your immediate future i feel like after the pandemic you are owed a show at the pageant so hopefully they're listening <laughs> yeah. today uh, lisa huday i want to thank you so much for joining us today thank you and I'm going to go out of the show with just a little more La Pons. This is The Hollywood Baby, and this is from La Pons' 2019 album.
St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWMU. Thank you for listening. I'm Sarah Fenske. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.